This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast. Got Coach Landon Bright of the cross-country team joining us for this week's edition so coach thanks so much for taking the time yeah thanks for having me here it's uh it's, it's hard to believe we're already into the fall uh preseason just uh, about a week away and um you know we're, we're getting geared up for another season and i know you know 2016 was a year first for a lot of our uh for, for the running programs in particular you know our guys team winning the national tournament and uh, uh girls coming in third at that but uh, you know, with the with the transition to Division One from Division One to Division Two, obviously we went from being uh, kind of a, a small fish in a big pond to a bigger fish in a, in a smaller pond. So as you as you went into that season, knowing that we have a viable chance to win nationals, how did you motivate your guys and and your women's team, knowing that you know it, it's attainable, it's right there for us if we want it. Yeah, well, the nice thing about cross-country is essentially nothing really changed for us from a competitive standpoint. We still, for the most part, went to the same meet, same invites. Everything's essentially scored the same. So, uh, you know, really the mindset was the same as far as let's continue to see how fast we can run. And if we can peak at the right time and stay healthy, uh, when the national championships come around, then we should be in pretty good shape. So uh, the guys were able to do that last year. We ran fairly good at the national meet. I still think, uh, you know, on the top end we could have ran a little faster. Uh, but mid mid pack tail end guys ran ran pretty well. So uh, they were able to win win the D two title there. But really, essentially, nothing nothing really changed. The goal for us is um, to just see how fast we can run for the guys over 8,000 meters and for the women over 5,000 meters. And last year for the ladies, I had, you know, just dealt with some injuries early on and that kind of, um, you know, caught us off guard a little bit. So we were kind of playing catch up the whole season. So this year, from talking to people, we were a lot healthier and we got a little more depth this year. So I uh, should see some improvements on the, the ladies' side. So. Before we got onto the show today, we were talking the three of us a little bit about training in the off season for for student athletes and different sports and that kind of stuff. What do you guys do to kind of prepare yourselves for the season? And then I I know during the season I see you guys out there real early in the morning running. It's got to be more than just run 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 though. I mean, what kinds of things do you do to prepare for the season? Yeah, so at the end of the spring semester, a week or so after, maybe two weeks. I will email and send out the summer workouts, and essentially that has every day uh, except for Sunday. There's a workout assigned for that day. They can have some flexibility in there if they're traveling or need to switch things up. But um, you know, the first couple weeks of the summer, it is essentially just easy running. What we're trying to do is just build a base to build off of. So we want to just make sure we're not doing anything too hard, too crazy. For the most part, first two, three weeks of the summer are just easier runs and maybe one harder day, moderate day mixed in there. Uh, But basically what we're doing is just build a nice, even base. And from there, we'll start to build harder and harder workouts in and slowly um, increase the intensity. 
So by the time they get into July, they got about two, three hard workouts built in there. One of those will probably be a hill workout, a good way to work on strength and speed kind of in the middle of the summer. We don't lift a ton of weights. So what we do is um, get in a good amount of hill workouts in, especially in the summer. Um, they'll probably do a fart lick, um, which is a strange term, but essentially it just means uh, speed play in Swedish, and it's just a combination of fast and slow paces. It's another great transition workout because um, you're able to run fast for you know extended period of time, but there's a lot of breaks in, the, in between. So good hard workouts, but stuff that has a lot of rest in between. And then they'll usually... Um, have some kind of tempo effort, which is supposed to be, you know, 15 to 30 minutes of a comfortably hard pace to where they can hold a pace for 15 to 30 minutes. By the time they're getting to the end of that, they're having a hard time holding it, but they should be able to hold it. And what that's doing is mimicking um, kind of a race, but at a slower pace to where, you know, you're racing, ladies are about 20-ish minutes or so, guys are about 30 minutes. So in racing, we're not having breaks. So what tempos are doing is just helping us transition a little bit um, into race effort, but not going all out, but getting close towards the end. And then everything else, the other three, three and a half, four days, uh, basically just easy running, recovery. um, And then we have some cross training days built in. And um, it'll kind of depend a little bit on the individual, what their summer looks like. But um, yeah, they're pretty much ideally training throughout the entirety of the summer and the only breaks we have built in are after uh, cross-country season ends mid-November and then kind of after the spring semester ends depending on the athlete outside of that they have a a workout assigned assigned to them so it's not something to where they're uh, just cast into the void and have to figure it out it's fairly specific so so I have kind of a question for Johnny and for you, Landon. I know you raced collegiately before. Yeah, retired now. Yeah, retired <laughs> now. Uh, m- my wife also ran collegiately, and I've kind of talked to her a little bit about this, but just kind of get your kind of opinion on this, and then also just tell me how it works, but like the mental side of it. Yeah. Like you're out there by yourself, and I'm sure there's a lot of like self-talk talk that goes on during the race because it's not like you're – at least for most people, they're not out there running with somebody if they're running collegiately. So, like, do you do any kind of mental training or, or like, what is involved with that? Yeah, we do. You know, a lot of it comes down to intrinsic motivation. So, you know, you have to be, uh, you know, very self-determined and want to have personal goals because it is both a team and individual sport. So we have team goals and individual goals. So we we want the athletes to have both of those. But, yeah, as far as the mental side during a race, you know, essentially it comes down to our hard workouts. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is get what it's going to feel like. Also, you know, we're physiologically we're improving um, our fitness level, but on the mental side we want to get an idea of what that pain level is going to be like a little bit. Uh, we just kind of want a sample of it. We don't want the full thing because, you know, we'll destroy our bodies if we do that day in and day out. So, Basically, what we're doing during harder workouts is just making sure, you know, if we're doing seven by a thousand meters, you know, you get halfway through that, you're starting to mimic what it feels like in the middle of a race a little bit, except you'll have some rest built in. But basically, I just talk to the athletes and just tell them, 
to stay relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before a race, you're going to be a little amped up. You're not necessarily going to be the most relaxed. But in the middle of the race, we definitely want to be relaxed and just focus on the athlete right in front of us. Mm-hmm. So the big thing mentally is just that we want to always be closing in a race. Mm-hmm. Unless you're out in front, which you usually don't want to find yourself early on in a meet. It will happen here and there. But, um, you know, you're going to be wanting to closing, closing on people and passing people. So that's essentially what you work on. You want to take it off the pain aspect a little bit because it's always going to be painful regardless of what your fitness level is. Um, you know, you'll just end up running – faster you know the the better shape you'll get in whatever the next level is it's still going to be there's going to be some pain aspect we're trying to with our fitness levels um stay out of that anaerobic you know threshold as much as possible during a race so essentially want to be not in it in pain for as long as we can be during a race but it's going to hit you eventually so we try to take it off the the physical side and just focus on staying relaxed and just focusing on the race what you have to do to kind of close on the next person because every every point counts so as we're heading into this season you know one of the things i'm looking forward to is we're actually having the opportunity to host our first home meet yep uh which is something that i know we've been wanting to do for the last couple of seasons and finally worked out this year and actually uh as fate would have it is is going to be the the regional uh the regional tournament as well or the regional meet um so just talk about that experience and what what that's going to be for for people to be able to come out uh it's at a local park here and uh a great great trail for us to be able to to be part of and to be able to host this event yeah well um this is our first year hosting a meet it was kind of by necessity um and so we need they needed someone to host a meet and just the way things panned out you know, it looks like it's going to be the regional meet. So we'll have, you know, six to seven teams here, and we'll probably most likely have it on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be a great opportunity for people to come out and watch. It's actually going to be fairly unique course. Um, but the, the nice thing is it, it will be very spectator-friendly. And so we'll have about a 2K loop, which is probably a little shorter than ideal, but we'll make it work, and, you know, people will get to see – 75 80% of the race which is actually kind of cool so um you know I think uh we have a great setup as far as you know our fields and the some parts of back part of campus um he's going through some front yards and those kinds yeah 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 I don't I'm sure people won't mind so uh but yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it so it hadn't really panned out in the past as far as the schedule and we haven't really needed to host um, but this year it was kind of, you know, no one was able to do it on that date. And so we're going to see if we can make it work. And, um, yeah, just a, it'll be a fun, fun time for everyone to kind of come out and, um, you know, watch, you know, watch a race. We'll have, um, you know, pretty much all the South region teams there and maybe one or two others that, that pop in. So, um, Hopefully, we get some good weather, and uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember coming the first one, which is weird to say. We're, we're entering our fifth season yep. now as yep. as a cross country program. It seems like yesterday we were going out to that first meet at uh, at Furman University, and and that was the first cross country event I'd ever been to. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting, you know, just this crowd of people around a track. There's people like running back and forth across the track. Coaches are like running up and down, screaming at people and stuff. And I'm just like. 
this is much more crazy than yeah. I thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, it's a little bit of controlled chaos <laughs> yeah. going on, but um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So it should be should be a great meet, and you know, if we get good weather and everything holds up, I think everyone will enjoy it. Are you a yeller and a screamer? Usually, I am not. You won't hear me yelling out too much. There's not a ton I can do to influence the race <laughs> once it goes off. Usually, I'll be barking instructions maybe the first mile, and then after that, I'm just trying to you know get people to the finish line you know as fast as they can but yeah you won't you won't see me screaming too much because um it's probably not going to help that much yeah, so, absolutely yeah. and you want to save your voice too yes I mean. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um as you guys enter this season uh, you got a big group of of returning runners on on both of your squads uh not many seniors graduating from last year's teams yeah. uh, talk about how that uh, helps you as you come into the season. I know some of your guys have been on your team three years, entering their fourth season. Yeah, um, you know, and seeing them from from the very beginning and their first uh, their first meets to where they are now, uh, as well as you know, you guys got a, a fairly decent sized recruit class coming in as well. Yeah. Uh, three for the guys, three for the girls, and and just talk about you know the the returning players, the core group that you have, and then some of these new faces that are going to add the depth that you were talking about to the team. Yeah, so um, from our Last year's class, between the men and the women, we're only losing two hmm. two athletes. So we're losing none on the women's side. And then we just had two guys graduate. But, um, yeah, we'll have – the guys will be um, – have a couple guys that this is actually be their fifth season with us. They would have registered it once along the way. So um, we'll have some guys that were with us that first season. So hmm. they've really kind of seen the program advance. But um, – yeah, on the on the guy side, um, you know, all three of the guys coming in, uh, just pretty good experience. Um, you know, there'll be some adjustment to the heat that needs to take place, um, and then a little bit to the training. But I expect all three to come in and be able to contribute on some level and push for top seven spots. On the ladies, it'll definitely be a big help just having some new faces, um, just because we were thin, and then we we're especially with injuries last year um just really were not able to kind of get the ball rolling so everyone i've talked to has been fairly healthy um and we just got you know great enthusiastic group of student athletes that are just willing to work hard it might take them one to two seasons to get a feel for it and to really kind of contribute but um you know i think they'll i think they'll get there eventually on the guy's side um you know, Matthew Hopkins, you know, I think will be our top top returner, but there's probably quite a few guys that could maybe challenge him. And then on the women's side, Sarah Page will be pretty solid. But, again, I think uh, we might be able to have some people challenge her as well. So if both sides can stay healthy, you know, the freshmen just um, really give us, you know, a lot more depth than we had, had last year, which is just nice because then we can kind of bunch them up into training groups and um, we can kind of keep what we want to do is, you know, if we have 12, 13 guys, you know, I'm talking to them pretty early in the season about, you know, if you're the 12th guy, make sure you're shooting to be the 11th guy. If you're mm-hmm. the second guy, make sure to be shooting for the first guy. So throughout the season, you know, we want everybody to kind of be – we don't want you to stick in your roles essentially, mm-hmm. unlike other sports maybe. I want you to kind of, you know, push for a new role on the team we don't want anybody to go backwards. So, you know, just by pushing each other and having that big group, you can really feed off that energy. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, at, at the national meet, 
the most I can run is seven. So we need yeah. to be everyone needs to be shooting for a top seven spot. I don't have the option of changing that once the race starts. So in order to get a shot at winning a national championship, you're gonna have to shoot for the top top seven, which is a pretty good motivating factor, you know, for all of them. So all right, Coach. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the podcast. Again, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time. We really do appreciate it. Remember, Bruin Nation, we now are on iTunes, so you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, you could just go to your app store or to the podcast center and just search What's Bruin uh, and uh, be sure to, to, to like us, give us a rating that helps us in the rankings uh, for podcasts. So, uh, again, thanks so much for taking the time to listen. For Coach Miller, I'm Johnny Gamut, and that's What's Bruin. You've been listening to the What's Brewing podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.